and welcome to Play Me Some of That, episode number 215. Hey everyone, how's it going today? I know I'm having a fun old time doing a podcast. Hey everyone, today's last week's episode got a huge response. People loved the banana theme. Thank you again, Lloyd, for presenting us with that awesome recommendation. Well, in that spirit, we are going to continue with the request a theme mode. Please send your requests to that at gmail.com, and we will do our very best to do it. Today, I got a letter from a fellow named Jonathan. Jonathan's letter was really great. I'm not going to read it. I got a lot of bad feedback from reading a letter last week, so I won't be doing that again. Uh, Suffice it to say, it was a great letter. Thank you, Jonathan, for those kind words and the extra money. We could sure use it. Um, here, so his theme, uh, as best I can describe it without reading it off the letter, which would be a lot easier, but again, bad feedback. So, anyway, um, basically he wants us to do Songs about historical events, historical people, um, just basically history. Um, he said something about Hamilton being on Disney Plus as some sort of reason for that. I don't agree with that, personally, but it's what he said. So, anyway, I'm going to play one of mine, Jeremy's going to play some of his, and it's going to be a grand old time. Let's kick it off with They Might Be Giants. From their album Factory Showroom, let's hear the story of James K. Polk. In 1844, the Democrats were split. The three nominees for the presidential candidate were Martin Van Buren, a former president and an abolitionist. James Buchanan, a severe he held 
James, do you know why you're here? Because I'm a good observer. I have a tough mind. Richard Wagner's letters to his lover, Matilda, were a mess. He should have quit before he had written the address. They made love on the mezzanine. Her husband was his friend. Vienna in a fugue stay working on a thing that when he finished, it took almost seven hours to sing. He still found time to write to her His heart exploding words Our love surpassed Our love so fast Our love's all wrong Our love goes on and on Our love became Our love by name When I wrote it to you in a song Our love goes on and on Exploding words. 
Kinks there with Victoria. That's from their album, Arthur, or the decline and fall of the British Empire. Great album, great song. Um, Before that, we heard Rhett Miller with Our Love, which was kind of a twofer. You got some Richard Wagner in there and some Franz Kafka. Um, Before that, we heard They Might Be Giants with James K. Polk. And so those are some great historical stories to share with you today. If you'd like to learn more about any of those stories, please visit your local library. All right, we've got three more for you coming up. Um, the first I've actually played on this show before, but I thought it bare repeating, especially since I haven't played it since 
Oh, I don't know, episode one? <laughs> yeah, that's a long time ago. Anyway, it's from the Niccolo from his 1978 debut album, Jesus of Cool. And it features a song called Marie Provost, who was a real Hollywood actress who really got um, dead in her house. So you can check out more of that right now. Yeah, see, the dogs love this song. You'll find out why in a little bit. Here's Nick Lowe with Marie Provost. Mary Provost did not look her best. The day the cops bust into her lonely nest. In the cheap hotel up on Hollywood West. Said they never heard squeak. For hungry eyes that could not speak. Said even little doggies have got to eat. She was a winner that became the doggiest dinner. She never meant that much to me.
and Jim Rice had twice taken an easy extra base. If the Red Sox had had a better playoff fourth starter, instead Nipper served up a big fat slider to Carter.
As tough to walk as he was to strike out But there's only one play that ever gets talked about Now some kind of fame lies in being a scapegoat And if not that, then you're just an historical footnote And your 22 years playing ball might be forgotten Maybe Bill Buckner was lucky, his luck was so There's no right, there's no wrong, there's only popular thing. Just like Oh yeah, that's my boy Splitsbill with Ponce de Leon uh, from their 1997 Ultrasound. Um, a great story about a great conquistador. Uh, before that, we heard the Baseball Project with Buckner's Bolero. That's from Volume 2, High and Inside, released 2011. Had to throw these guys on there, always telling their historical baseball stories. And, of course, we kick things off with Nick Lowe and Mary Provost. Anyway, um, so, we are having a great time. Agree? Yes, I can hear you. Um, Jonathan, how are we doing? Let us know. Send us a line and tell us how we've done so far. Um, let's see. We have Jeremy's Turn to Rock coming up next. 
Let's all hope he sticks to the theme. Otherwise, there will be a price to pay. That's right, it is Jeremy's turn to work. Work or rock? Uh, I don't know, probably more work because Jordan yet again has given me a theme to do. So I had to find some great songs with historical truth to them. Alright, we're going to kick things off with a nine-minute epic entitled Coronado and the Turk. This is by Steve Tilston and Maggie Boyle from their album of Moore and Mesa. And it's the story of Coronado and, you know, all that stuff they did over there. Anyways, listen to it, you'll enjoy it, and then we'll have more. Coronado, he rides an Arabian stallion Take them out down All the pagan medallions He's a conquistador He's a man from the north Well, they call him the Turk But he comes from the Pawnees The wild ones that roam Way out on the plains And he tells of high towers In the tallest of stories Like 
travels fast And the men from the mesas They answer these strangers With showers of stones And cruel arrows that bite And the bearded faces Of the conquistadors A long way from home Coronado he calls For Spain, King and Jesus battle cry soon rallies them round to the victor the right to do as he pleases and the men from the mesas are cast to the ground still there were the tall tales of blunder He dangles, baubles and bangles inside the dreams of Coronado. Could he be, could he be like the chosen one? El Dorado. In his dreams, in his dreams, is a golden one. That glitters, spied in the rubble, the ruins and death they leave in their wake, and even their dreams conspire to crumble. Hey, where is the gold? We just reach out and take. Oh, bring me the Turk, calls old Coronado. It's plain that he lied with every breath And there's no golden cities Just these dusty pueblos You forfeit your life You'll soon meet your death And in the distance Always the distance Like cities they glimmer, but even rocks they rise. It's Coronado. Could he be, could he be like a chosen one? El Dorado. In his dreams, in his dreams is a gold. I admit, says the wild pony, I admit that I told you magnificent lies, but your lust for the gold would make you believe that gold dust would fall like rain from the skies. And they taken him down to some dark canyon. Twisted the life, severed the veins, 
Now like lost souls that wander Through the cactus and vineyard It's a financy land These proud men from Spain How they wonder At the tall tales of London
that is Black Dahlia by the Beat Bats, and that's another forgotten and or secret history of Hollywood's first century. And before that we heard Coronado and the Turk. So I hope you learned something about those historical things in both of those songs. And now we're going to play an even weirder story told mostly in spoken word. So listen hard and you'll learn something. It's by Rasputina, and the title is The Lady Helena Snakenborg, and I won't spoil any of it for you. Enjoy! My name is Helena Snakenborg. I come from Ostrogothia, as did Beowulf. Came I from there to here at the age of 15 in the train of a very pregnant Princess Cecilia of Sweden. Viva a Cortes, a diplomatic retinue of 15 women led, yes, by a pregnant princess. Imagine if you can imagine what it must have been like for all these women traveling so hard. Because of some hostilities between Denmark, Norway, and our nation, we were forced to go the long way, over land across the Alps. Plus, we encountered much seasickness from Calais. All in all, it was over 1,100 miles in ice and snow. Our journey took one year. But please figure with me, if Princess Cecilia was heavily pregnant at the end of a 12-month journey, then must she not have gotten with child along the way? By an alpine porter or other such serving man? This would be all too typical of her, as you shall see. But yeah, when I was 15, I arrived to England in 65. I was met at the dock that very day by my 52-year-old husband-to-be. The Marchioness Northampton, the highest-ranking nobleman, he fell in love with me on the spot on the dock. He wooed me and won me quite easily in a vape. How quickly I grew used to the sour breath of an old man's flattery. I liked the expensive jewelry he gave me. Ah, my Marquis was piping my praises, craving my favors. He always like, here, sweet lord, I am sweetly at your service. At one point he asked for the brilliant stones back, saying that he had discovered that he was still married to another. This I refused him. I really wanted to hold on to those jewels. I did. They shone so. But our Princess Cecilia was a deep profligate of such considerable prodigality that she allied herself with a charlatan alchemist in the hopes that he would satisfy her creditors. We, her ladies, we had no pocket money. I think you say in this situation broken, or we were, had broke. You say this? We were forced to beg Master Cecil for coins. We had that much shame, is what we lived. I refused again to part with my jewels. They shone so. I said, no, no. But after a couple of years, the princess fled to Sweden, where she became a notorious queen in her own right, and I say, God bless her. For seven years, I waited faithfully for my marquee to be free. In the meantime, the queen took good care of me. She gave me a horse and a grace and favor apartment, making me a maid of honor, then later a lady of the bedchamber. You know, I never returned to Ostrogothia, but remained always in England, marrying 
one. <laughs> Five months later, he died. I was 21 years old and a lady for life. A marchioness, no less. I must tell you though that, how do you say, how will I say, no perfection is so absolute that some impurity doth not pollute. I was shrewd and adroit, astute and acute, a noble girl that much common sense, but at that point in my life, completely lacking in the soul's passions. Do you understand what I'm trying to say here? I only know these things at the end of my life, when my life is gone, but I want to tell you, and I want you to understand, Uh, that's great uh, stuff, Jeremy. I'm um, sorry, guys, for th- whatever that was. Um, I hope you'll continue to listen as I will try to lighten the mood or uh, bring in some happiness and joy with some uh, humorous or uh, comedic takes on the historical story. Up first, we have Alan Sherman, you know, the king of comedy parody songs from his 1963 album My Son the Nut we're going to hear the song You Went the Wrong Way Old King Louie and I think you'll be able to figure out from the song who exactly Old King Louie is here's Alan Sherman with You Went the Wrong Way Old King Louie Sixteenth was the king of France in seventeen eighty nine. He was worse than Louis the Fifteenth. He was worse than Louis the Fourteenth. He was worse than Louis the Thirteenth. He was the worst since Louis the First. King Louis was living like a king, but the people were living rotten. So the people, they started an uprising, 
which they called the French Revolution. And of course, you remember their battle cry, which will never be forgotten. You went the wrong way, old King Louis. You made the population cry. Cause all you did was sit and pet with Marie Antoinette in your place at Versailles. And now the country's gone kablooey. So we are giving you the air That ought to teach you not to spend all your time Fooling round at the Folie Berger If you had been a nicer king We wouldn't do a thing But you were bad, you must admit We're gonna take you and the queen Down to the guillotine And shorten you a little bit You came the wrong way, old King Louis Now you ain't got far to go Too bad you won't be here to see that great big Eiffel Tower or Bridget Bardot To you, King Louis, we say fooey You disappointed all of France But then what else could we expect from a king In silk stockings and pink satin pants You filled your stomach with chop suey And also crepe Suzettes and steak And when they told your wife Marie That nobody had bread She said let them eat cake We're gonna take you and the queen Down to the guillotine It's somewhere in the heart of town And when that fella there is through With what he's gonna do You'll have no place to wear your crown You came the wrong way, old King Louis Now we must put you on the shelf That's why the people are revolting Cause Louis, you're pretty Revolting yourself The question is, Paul Do you want another chance?
Oh, those mischievous teenagers, Hermans, Hermits, with I'm Henry VIII, I am, I am. That was a single released in 1965. Before that, we heard Alan Sherman with You Went the Wrong Way, Old King Louis. From 1963, only two years earlier. All right, that is going to do it for our show. I do have one more track for you. But before that, I wanted to say a few things. Number one, the background music. Uh, you may have heard Ennio Morricone passed away over uh, the last week. It was some sad news, but we still have all the wonderful soundtracks that he did. And I uh, use as my background music. I know probably not the way he would have envisioned it, but it's beautiful music and I like to play it. Anyway, so that was uh, various film scores and themes that he did over the years. Uh, the clips throughout the evening have been 12 Monkeys, the original Terry Gilliam classic, um, is a wonderful film with many, many quotable quotes, which you heard right there in those clips. Um, visit us at playmesomeofthat.com. Go to all your favorite places to subscribe. And most of all, be good to each other. We have one more track. This one's from... It's not. We're not going to go so far back in history as we have been. It's a... Uh, uh, wow, I just lost my mind. Um, it's by Low Super 7. Okay, and it's a cover of a... ZZ Top tune, but this is the first time I ever heard it. Anyway, it's a album they released in 2005 called Heard It on the X, and that's the song that we're going to play, Heard It on the X, uh, the history of that crazy airwave called the X. And it's going to be great, and it's going to be wonderful, and you're going to love it. So everyone have a great week, and We'll see you next time, only on Play Me Some of That. I attended a lecture of hers once. Apocalyptic visions.
from coast to coast, border to border, wherever you are, wherever you may be. XERF is at 1570 on your radio dial and heard all over the nation. nation, nation.